Broadcasting from the Any Hour Services Podcast Studios, I'm your host, Mike Wilson, and on this episode of In the House, we've got another episode of Who's in the House. Stick around. In the House is a podcast about the major systems in the house, electrical, plumbing, heating, and air conditioning. Who's in the House is a series where we meet the men and women that help keep our systems running, the trades, people that keep our homes safe and comfortable. Today, I'm joined by Dakota Frazier. Thanks for coming in the studio, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, what department you work in. Let's start with the basics, <laughs> who, who you are and what you do here. Um, like you said, my name is Dakota Frazier. Uh, born and raised in Utah, down in Spanish Fork. Okay. And I work in the drains department. Okay. How long you, uh, have you always lived in Utah? Always. 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 You grew up in Spanish Fork? Grew up in Spanish Fork. I will die in Spanish Fork. R why? I love that place. Yeah. I, I'm not going to die in Spanish Fork because my wife hates it, but... Hates you dying or hates Spanish Fork? Probably a little bit of both, but hates Spanish Fork. <laughs> Let's hope she hates more. you dying more than she hates Spanish Fork. No, I don't know. It's it's growing, but it still feels comfortable, whereas you get into some of these other areas that are being really developed, and it almost feels congested. It's getting there because they're putting a bunch of roundabouts, and people in Spanish Fork don't know how to use a roundabout. <laughs> That's my biggest gripe. Does she hate Spanish Fork because it's growing right now, or does she, like, what does she dislike? about I think it's close home. to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Where's she from? She's from Lehigh. Oh, so it's not that she hates Utah. She just, she just hates your family. Oh, <laughs> she hates Utah too. <laughs> she, what? Yeah. She grew up, does she grow up in, in Lehigh or yeah. in Utah? Yeah. She and lived she, in Colorado for a little bit. Uh-huh. And, and she liked that she better. She Colorado. Gotcha. Yeah. What is it about like Utah that she isn't a fan of i want to say it's drivers <laughs> really oh yeah she hates the freeway she gets on the freeway and it is just pure white knuckle anxiety ridden it's a roller coaster sometimes i've heard i've heard people say that utah drivers are really bad oh they are oh they are so have you done any traveling outside of utah <clears throat> oh yeah well, tell well me, tell me I, I say oh yeah like i've been everywhere okay well, <laughs> no but, um, but you've, you've been to uh wyoming I haven't been to Wyoming. Okay. Where have you been? <laughs> um, California, Florida, Colorado, Idaho, Arizona, pretty well all of the kind of neighboring states. Florida, not a neighboring well, state. Minus Florida, <laughs> but we don't count Florida. Why? Well, it's way. I was gonna go make. In, I was gonna make an election joke there. You know, counting in Florida, <laughs> but I don't know. Primarily, if it's hot. If you go in the summer, you don't count it. Because it's just humid and hot as all get out. Mm. Go to the right time. Perfect. Perfection, huh? Perfection. I've only done that once. Every other time has been a mistake. Really? Oh, yeah. When they're on my honeymoon in the middle of the summer. Oof. It was like 100 degrees, 100% humidity. It was awful. I grew up in uh, Louisiana and Georgia, so like I, I oh, know you, what's you up. You know what's up. I do. Yeah, it gets so hot, the humidity like muffles your voice. <laughs> no, seriously, I was talking to my wife. We, were, we went to Disney World, and she was like, just full on angry, red in the face, mad because it was so hot. And I was like talking to her and it was like talking in a dream where you're almost muffled. You can't understand what you're saying. I don't know if maybe that's me. I'm not used to it, but it was crazy. I felt like I had to yell. So it, it was one of two things. Is it possible? So you think that the humidity was muffling her voice, but what if like the inside of your ears were sweating? 
and like you had what oh. was it kind of like listening underwater like you ever get water in yeah your ears? okay so yeah you have a point well you know yeah you know no no let me let me just clarify i've never had sweaty ears oh. to the point that it muffled my hearing oh well <laughs> i think you're on to something there. i might be i might be tell tell us this dakota what uh what kinds of things do you do in your spare time when you're not uh you know in the drain department and you're not letting your phone die um well, or is that a is that a hobby letting uh, electronics die? Sometimes that's a hobby. Sometimes I'm like I'm gonna push and see how far it's gonna go. Bring that mic in front of your mouth there. There you go. There we go. Um, <clears throat> I think. Well, I've got a almost year old now, and so he's become very active. He's discovered his voice. He's starting to stand, do all these things. So it's never a dull moment. Okay. With him. Um, but outside of that, like I'm a big gamer. PC is my uh, poison. PC gamer? Oh, yeah. Do you have any uh, favorite games? Right now, I'm hooked on World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Yeah. Edit edit that part out because I'll get so much crap for it. Why? Oh, wow. It's a very good game. I've heard. I remember, like, people playing World of Warcraft, like, back in the day when I was, like, in high school. Oh, I played in beta, so I was When it was first, like, coming out. Yeah. How old are you? 25. And it's about 12 years old. No. Yeah. We're 13, 15, something like that. World of War. Google that. See how old World of Warcraft is. I swear it was around before you were born. Well, so Blizzard, the, the studio that makes it, has Warcraft, which is an RTS. But it's based off. World of Warcraft is based off the RTS Warcraft and just the lore. Um, oh, oh, maybe maybe I'm Okay. Warcraft is older. Warcraft is early nineties, maybe. Okay, that's that's what I'm. I think that's what yeah, I'm. Yeah, there's like of. Warcraft and Starcraft. Nah, I never did. I I just remember people like being like grown men with a family and a wife and like addicted to playing Warcraft. Oh yeah, it's and it's an I never game. I never played Warcraft, but I had some buddies that uh, it was. Oh, what was it? It was like Command and Conquer. Yeah. That yeah. one. I, I thought that one was fun, you know, go yeah. and like build the bases and the Tesla coils and yeah. your yeah. armies and things like that. But I never got into the the orgs and the and or whatever they are. The night elves orcs and I have no humans idea. undead, all sorts of yeah. dwarves. But they'd like be they'd get wizards and oh, yeah. things like that. But Oh yeah. I think I think for me, for a lot of those games. There's a lot of reading involved as far as like needing to like know stuff. And so I don't, I don't like reading. My brain doesn't process words. (laughs) Neither do I. And so I always turn on the setting that just insta fills all the words rather than watching it build itself up. So I don't have to read it. Is there a setting that'll read it to you? Oh yeah. Well, not read it to you, but so like way back when like World of Warcraft started, there was a feature, which essentially as you would like get a quest or something, it would slowly fill the words so you could read it as it was kind of filling and then you could accept it. Well, I wasn't going to read it. And so I just sat there and now you can just instantly get it. I like how on the, uh, like what are they called? Call of duty games. Yeah. There's like a, a narrator and he comes on and he's like, he, he's part of the character and he reads yeah. the stuff to you. I wish they'd do that. It'd be awesome. It would be. They don't do that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like nobody wants to, I mean, they already have fantastic like voice actors for their main characters, and then they have like the for the people grunting and yeah, <laughs> right. 
And so they're like, well, I don't think we're going to find someone to solely read all these quests in character to whatever race you're playing. That sounds like it'd be difficult. Well, so maybe they soft out of that. That'd be a huge budget thing. Yeah. Oh, well. What Who other knows? games besides World of Warcraft? Um, Which we're not editing out, by the way. That's fine. Well, it's just going to get worse if I start rattling off game but names. There are. Hey, <laughs> we had an episode... We had an episode where we discovered an underground Dungeons and Dragons ring at Any Hour Services. Is it the one with like Mike Perry? Yeah. I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a part of that. Okay. It's awesome. It's so, so fun. I I it sounded like fun. It's way fun. I, Dungeons and Dragons, if you've never played it and you have no interest in playing it, just play it one time. It's so fun. I would I would play it just once, but like my kid plays. But I can't get him to like be a dungeon master with me, and I feel really weird going and playing with a bunch of fourteen-year-old boys. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll ask my kid about it, but I'm not gonna go play. Oh yeah, there's it's it's a good time. Uh, okay, so I guess my thing is is like don't worry about the judgment. Oh yeah. This is us getting to know you. This is this is judge-free zone. So yeah, game well, I mean, wise, that happens at the end, but you know, <laughs> that's totally there's right. total judgment right now. Cut the camera, and it's okay. <laughs> hey, other games. Um, so big, basically a big Blizzard fan boy. So there's Wow, it, Blizzard's a game. So or? Blizzard is the people who make World of Warcraft. Gotcha. So, so they have all a bunch of, of games. other games. I yeah. gotcha. So like Heroes of the Storm, which is a MOBA. What's MOBA? MOBA is, um, <clears throat> it's an acronym for something that I don't know, but basically it's a, an arena game that is split into like three to two section maps and it's like a 5v5, 3v3, 1v1 or whatever. Mm. So you, you select whatever hero you want to play, go fight against another hero. Gotcha. So it's like Mario Kart. Yeah, essentially. You can throw shells. There's probably a character that throws shells. I have yet to find him. But. Okay. Well, well, let me ask you this. Is your wife a gamer? No. 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 Well, she tries. She tries. Bless okay. her heart. That's good. Bless her heart. Is, um, see, with console gaming, there's a controller. And you yes. can, like, that seems like it'd be easy for a second person to jump in and try. Oh, Is yeah. it easy for someone to share the keyboard with you? And no. <laughs> you have to use no. the mouse instead? Like, that's very hard. Yeah. So, and it's, it's a hard, well, I don't know. Maybe it's not a hard thing to learn. I feel like controller comes a little easier than trying to, depending on what you're doing, factor in all the aspects <clears throat> of a keyboard and a mouse. So what does she play on? She tries to play on her laptop. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Because she, she's not a gamer, like, at all, so she doesn't care necessarily for what system. Um, but she tries to play some of the, the PC games, like a game called League of Legends, which just don't ever download it, don't ever get curious, don't ever play it. It's awful. Okay. Um, she tried that, got to about the, the robots playing with the computers. And that's where she likes to stay, right there. I can't get her to play a game with me. Oh, so Because I she... won't play against the robots. Ah. Uh, I refuse. You refuse the robots. Yeah, I got to play with against someone else, so I feel better about myself when I win. You don't I'm feel not very better, You don't feel better, like, about beating a computer? No. They're supposed to be smarter than humans. Oh, they're not smarter. 
<laughs> not these ones. These are the, the these like. These are the dumb robots. Big, yeah, these are the ones that are programmed to do one spell. And when they're on, not, when they're on cooldown for that spell, they run around in circles. Huh. So you can kill them like 30 times. It's not fun. I've always found the court, because my kids have like a, I don't even know which one it is, but Xbox or. Xbox or PlayStation. One or of those. And uh, I found once the Nintendo controller, you had the up, down, left, yeah. right, and the A, B button. And you had the select and start in the middle. Once it got past that and you go to like the Super Nintendo controller and all of a sudden you got like multiple knobs, like it's. What about the 64? It's got the three handles. I'm uh, no. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm done. And so (laughs) like, especially on the shooter, like the Call of Duty ones where you one joystick with one thumb makes your head like where you look. Yeah. And then there's like where you're going. And anyway, well, see, that's why I don't play console. I just cannot do that well you've got the equivalent like movements on a keyboard that's what you would think and then you get into it going to like transitioning well i guess it's not i can't speak for everyone for me transitioning is so hard like i can't do the controllers i suck at them Hmm. so much so that i have tried to find various different ways to like jimmy rig a mouse and keyboard to an xbox it's never worked but i would only play xbox if i could get a mouse and keyboard so it just sits and collects dust that's interesting. Yeah. I hate controllers. <clears throat> well, um, that that's that's good to know. Is, is there anything else besides being a dad and playing games that you do for to, like, unwind? Hang out with or... my family. Like, just as family as a whole, not just wife and son. Like, we're, we Frasers are pretty family-oriented. Do you have a big family or um, just a close family? Close family, that's moderate, seven of us, and so parents and then five kids. That's okay. That, I mean, to some people listening, they'd be like, that's a big family. It's a big family. My, my wife got like 11 or something. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So um, so what do you do with your family? What do the Frasers do? Oh, we're big um, gamers, but we play, <laughs> <laughs> we play a lot of like board games. We're in the pandemic lately pandemic oh dude it's so hard but it's so fun basically try and save the world from a a killer disease huh it's like 2020 um but it's uh, like we're winning hopefully yeah we are if it was pandemic we'd be screwed maybe you gotta edit that out i'm sorry it's probably not a good word to say <laughs> my bad um we'll be all right <laughs> but so uh, I, we, what we found in this show is when you take you could actually just put bleeps in in random places and make it sound way, way worse, worse than, than it actually it is. is. <laughs> it's hilarious sometimes. Like they'll they'll bleep some things out and be like, "I didn't say anything there." Like, yeah, but it sounds know, like it but now. It sounds good. Your mouth is moving, <laughs> so no one knows. You just assume the worst. So you guys will play board games, board games, uh, yard games, I guess, outside games like spike ball. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Growing up, like when you were in high school, what kind of student were you? Oh, man. Um, a bad student. <laughs> I was rough. Okay. And I just, uh, which now, so I was the student who, like, I didn't fail every class, but I definitely didn't take it serious enough to get, like, outstanding grades. I passed, and passed probably in, like, the average to just slightly above average, but I definitely didn't take it serious like I should have, and now knowing... And kind of doing little bits of college, 
wish it was something that I had taken more serious and maybe even taken the transition from high school to college a little more serious. So I just didn't care for school. It just wasn't my cup of tea. Mm. But so wasn't a terrible student. I was a class clown and got into a lot of trouble. Gotcha. What uh, did you do sports? Did you do um, so any extracurricular? I was, yeah. Were so you in a chess club? Oh, no, I don't know how to play chess. I tried once. Yeah? Yeah, I worked at a residential center, and there was this one kid who was just like a child prodigy. And you thought, so that's how I'm going to start. Yeah. Play play a prodigy well, he, he chess. Was, he was playing himself. And I'm like, well, that doesn't seem kind of, that doesn't seem that fun. You want to play me? And he goes, you know, I really rather not. <laughs> I'm I'm more of a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, no, it's, it's, we're not doing anything. Let's play. And he's okay. Dude, he beat me in like three turns. Well, that's a that's a... That's the move that everyone that knows the three three move mate like yeah. will do on anyone's first time because oh. you don't know what you don't see it coming you don't even know to look for it the only you're just thing like, boom 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 uh, mate he, yeah he was he was making all these advances and just beating me really fast where I was trying to do like the thing where you take your queen or whatever and you put it in the corner so you protect it I did it wrong because I lost very fast oh. but uh or king or whatever the thing that makes you lose. Whatever chess piece that is. The king. The king. Yeah, I was trying to protect him and did not happen. No. So um, definitely wasn't in the chess club, but I uh, was in pretty well the majority of any kind of art extracurricular, and then I wrestled. Wow. I was a wrestler. So uh, let's let's explore the arts, like uh, like drawing, painting, drama, choir. I didn't get into drama and choir. I okay. wish I would have, but really? um because you're never. a good singer? No. Okay. Awful. I would be like the, the background guy to maybe go like something. I don't think that's a position. I don't think that choir. is. Oh, that's why they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> it's rough. I went and auditioned. They're like, all right, sing us a song, and that's all I did. And all you did was make noises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're like, We don't know what you're doing. We have a better beatboxer <laughs> that's like a baritone or something. But um So why did you want when you say I wish I would have gone out for those and you're no good at it? Why why would you have wanted to go out for it? Just to say that I did. Like and so I guess it comes down well, to what <laughs> you could just say that you did. Yeah. Well, Actually, well, true, that would be dishonest. <laughs> well, fair enough. But um so I guess kind of to put it into perspective as to why I say that is um pretty well like the arts in general anything about it even in the areas that i didn't uh, kind of explore i find a lot of inspiration in all of it mm. and i love to kind of experience it in any way that i can and so i wish i would have tried to at least explore it and kind of um i guess dip my toes in the water of, sure. of drama and choir knowing that i probably wouldn't succeed very well but Nonetheless, I like movies, music, art in general, kind of the whole um, spectrum of art is a uh, that's where I find a lot of inspiration in things. And so um, that's kind of where I wish I did pay more attention and like become more active in school in general. So I primarily stayed in the. Uh, like the fine arts ceramic area, but I was never much of a fine artist. <laughs> I did a whole lot of like mixed media art and abstract art. Gotcha. 
Well, that's cool. <laughs> it definitely sounds like fun. Um, so you wrestled. At what point, like in your high school career, because that's where – that's where adults say that you should start figuring life out, right? You know, like, hey, what are you going to do with your life? Did you ever get those questions? And if you did. Did I ever ask myself those questions? No, or did someone did ask me? Other people ask you those questions like, hey, what are you going to like your parents? Like, hey, oh. you ever thought about what you're going to do when you grow up? No. They never asked? <laughs> I'm sure my parents did, but I. You just ignored it. I just. You zoned it out. Yeah. Huh? Counselors, teachers. Was there anyone trying to direct you in your life as you were oh, younger? See, and I'm sure there was, but I was a master at just dodging them. Gotcha. Out. I'm sure I got called to go talk to the counselor when they would do like the, because there's the test you can take that kind of gauges where your interests are at. The, tell you yeah. like good careers. You Aptitude could do. test. Yeah, yeah. Did well, you take that? No, no. I, I left. I left. You left. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna go take a, we're gonna go take a class or a, a test down in the computer lab." I'm like, "Sick!" Moment we left class, I was out. Huh? See you later. I I remember the only thing I remember about the aptitude test when I took it. It came back and said, super specific, said I should be a poultry chef. <laughs> I. I did not. Well, obviously, you're not doing that. Yeah. I love eating chicken. <laughs> I appreciate a good poultry chef, but uh, I'm not one. So what answers do you have to answer on an aptitude test to get that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I just remember, like, I didn't even know that was a career path at the time. <laughs> like, that it was significant enough that, like, you could get not, it on not the- just like, hey, you should go and cook for yeah. a living. No, because, it was you know, it's like, this. you need to cook chicken. <laughs> There's all kinds of different things you can do with chicken. That is cr- well true. And I mean, I love chicken nuggets. I, I love, love chicken, chicken sandwiches, spicy chicken sandwiches. I really love, I feel blessed to oh, be alive at this time of like the chicken sandwich wars going on. Oh man. Because they are, it, it's, it's such a competitive niche thing in food mm. that it's actually being excelled very well. Like places are doing it very well. I feel like. The chicken sandwich wars were started by a poultry chef. Probably. He was Probably. like, hey, I'm going to take this. He, he, he scored the same. He scored the same he thing He answered you the did. same questions. <laughs> and he knew his destiny. He's like, I'm going to make a sandwich war. He was my, he was my career gopple-danger, or gopple danger. <laughs> doppelganger. Doppelganger. <laughs> that was close. Gopple <laughs> Gopple-danger. Danger, whatever. He was that guy. <laughs> and he just, he just went and ran with it. Hopefully he's making some money. Hopefully he's doing well. Imagine how many bad chicken sandwiches he had to go through, though. Before he, maybe he's the one who, who kind of nudged Popeyes. Because I think Popeyes has probably the best chicken sandwich. I, I feel like oh, no. Popeyes kicked off the war, though. Because yeah. Chick fil A yeah. definitely, I mean, their slogan, we didn't invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. And then Popeyes comes on the scene, like, oh, yeah, we got chicken. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, anyway. And now everybody. Now everyone's doing it. Like McDonald's has a good one. Or, or sorry, McDonald's has one. Wendy's has one. Wendy's has had one for a little while. Wendy's, Wendy's and McDonald's has, has had one for a little while, but once it kind of kicked off, they put a lot more attention. McDonald's on it. has a new one, though. Dude, which one is that one? Well, they got the new crispy chicken sandwich. Like oh. it's, it's, it's either new or they just put different breading on it. Yeah, they kind of just re- did the recipe or well something. most of mcdonald's chicken sandwiches honestly were 
to me, they just seemed like giant chicken nuggets. <laughs> that's <laughs> so. That's a very good. So uh, I just get a package of sweet and sour sauce and just put it on there. Yeah. All right. Well, let's 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 move on because I what uh, the purpose of this particular show is. I want to try and figure out how people end up in the trades, right? Yes. So we've got a gamer, wrestler, fine arts dabbler in high school. Was McDonald's your first job? No, Wiggy Wash was. Wiggy Wash? Yeah. And and then went to McDonald's? Actually, just let's just go. <laughs> Wiggy Wash and then where? So we went Wiggy Wash. We. Like me. you and a buddy. Like me, myself, you and, and your I, other personalities. Yeah. Okay. So we, we went to Wiggy Wash and then um, then McDonald's. Okay. So I was still in high school. So Wiggy Wash, McDonald's, senior year, Jimmy John's. Went to one year of art school, and then... Wait, went to a year of art school? Yeah, well, I was an art major, so maybe not art school. Ah, uh, gotcha. I was an art major. Like at college? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, Moved back, worked at a movie theater, and then went to a developmental center, to another residential center, to a surgical center, to here. Hmm. Very centered. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So did you, when you were in high school and doing your, you know, the fast food jobs and things like that, I don't know. Did you think that that was going to be your career? No, no. I was planning on being an art teacher. An art teacher. Yes. I wanted to teach art. Okay. And then got, went to, um, I took a class that was called intro to art majors. Okay. And the first thing he said, first day was, um, some of you are going to be a studio or trying to be a studio artist. I will tell you right now, you will not make money until you die. And then I decided I was not going to be an art major anymore. Yeah, but you said you wanted to teach, not be a studio artist. Yeah, and teachers don't make anything, especially art. Well, teachers. it sounds like they make, they make more money, that, like they make money while they're alive. Well, true, true. And and that's kind of so I wanted to be an art teacher and then do studio art. Gotcha. Like I had a teacher in high school, and that's what he did. He taught. What, for those that don't know and by those i mean me what is considered a studio artist so a studio artist would be someone who makes their living solely on the art that they create gotcha. so they are either commissioned to make work they make a series of works and then they sell them it sounds like your professor is a guy that wanted to be a studio artist never did and then goes around spreading the rumor right. that like I he, couldn't do it, so you can't. Right? He lied Dakota. on his resume when he applied for the position as a professor. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a successful. He's actually a he's a moderately successful, like, brass sculptor, the guy who taught the class. So he's a studio artist. Yeah, and he makes making money. money. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't, don't know. It's and But it's one of those things, and, and that's kind of where it where it does fall because it's entirely dependent on your ability to do something that is likable and then your ability to market it and get it out. Mm. Whereas, you know, me in particular, I always had a very, um, everything that I would do, I, it would kind of develop through some emotional thing. And so I had a very like tight connection to the things that I was doing. So I could never sell them. Mm. And I put him through art. I put some into some art shows, um, but I never like tagged him for sale where some of the, some of the other students would. And I just kind of, that was when I realized it. it was like, I'd rather do this as a hobby and maintain kind of the purity of what it is. 
then try and because the moment is going to turn into a job you're now going to feel obligated to try and create something and then you're going to get into like artist block and just all sorts of nonsense so you still do art not as much as i would like to do it's hard to find time to do it, especially yeah, when the process. Sounds processes. like you uh, could play a little less Warcraft and probably uh, a little more sculpting. Probably, but life's about choices, my that'd friend. That'd be too easy. <laughs> It'd be too easy. Well, anarchy. Anarchy. <laughs> but okay. um, but yeah, and so that's the that would be the difference. Okay, so you <clears throat> uh, are studying to become a teacher. The guy scares you away, saying you're never going to make any money. Yes, and you leave there. Uh, decide that you don't want to be an art teacher and then you started going into helping people in treatment centers talk to me about like where was your mind at at that point what was your next path career wise um, so that kind of brought me like through high school I did a lot of the uh, special ed stuff and so I really enjoyed um, just the aspect of helping someone doing something for someone that may not um, have had the opportunity to do it like I did, mm-hmm. you know, kind of share that experience with them. Um, and I've always just enjoyed kind of being a helping hand for those who may need a little extra help or something. Gotcha. And so I went into the, uh, the movie theater, um, got into like a managerial role and then, um, the position at the Utah State Developmental Center is what it's called. Opened up, went there, and spent a lot of years there, actually. Um, well, so kind I mean, of, you're 25. Yeah, I was like three years there, which is which was... For you, percentage-wise of your yeah. career. Okay, I got you. And primarily for just the employees there. It's a hard job to work, and so they did lose people within the year to two-year range mm. fairly often. Okay. Um. So three years, once you broke two, they're like, oh man, you're a lifer. You're a lifer. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but when I got into that, like my, kind of where my head was at, where I was going is that's, I've always enjoyed helping people. And that's what I, I like to either help share the things I experienced and create that kind of happy moment for someone or alternatively um, help someone in something that I have never experienced or in something that I um, you know, struggled with at some point. Like if I didn't experience it, you know, I wanted to experience it with someone and, and share that experience or alternatively give an experience that I had that I enjoyed to someone who would also enjoy it. Okay. So you're a lifer at the hospital or the Utah state, uh, the developmental, developmental center. center. Uh, then you go to another center and then I went to residential for at risk teens. Okay. Um, now at this point, it was a, it was more of a money chase. I have to admit. Okay. Got paid a little bit more to do, what I had thought was the same work. kind of work. Realized it wasn't. It, there's it's very different comparing the two and just kind of the, the demographic that you're working with. Um, working with teens. Yeah. At risk teens is like as as like a twenty. Yeah. Two-year-old. Were you going to tell me, bro? Yeah, it was so <laughs> rough. It was rough. And then I got beaten chess. I was like, I'm leaving here. <laughs> that was the That was, the that was when, right huh? There. Yeah. You, a chess prodigy. Beat me in three With moves. an attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Beat me in three moves. I'm like, 
I'm out of here. Can't control me. Can't hold me down. Um, so as you were getting out of that, because um, the next move you made was here, right? No, Surgical Center. Surgical Center. Okay, so talk to us. Uh, we're we're getting the evolution. We're, I'm trying to th- trying to get in your evolving. head as far as like what what are you thinking? Um, with, and with so these that transition um, happened when I really started to focus on okay, like I need to be more career minded. Okay. Um, and honestly, and I I guess I'll throw this little tidbit in there is if the you know the developmental center that I was at, being it was. Um, not like privately owned there wasn't a whole lot of um, not progression but kind of pay scale wise you really did stay at kind of a certain pay scale so at some point it does become hard to maintain a living doing it that way and so if it was more competitive that's likely where I feel like I would have retired if I you know don't do school if I never finished school or whatever and that's really where I thought I would retire. Um, so yeah, lifer was definitely part of a thought. That was a thought. At Have you point. met your wife at this point yet? Yeah. I met her at the developmental center. Okay. Like, she was actually the person who was replacing my position. Really? Yeah. So I trained her a little bit. <laughs> it was rough. It was rough, huh? It was rough. It's, it was hard. We were in a really hard pod is what they're called. And so she came in first day and, these these two other employees had basically told her every horror story that ever happened, which is not the move. And she left and she cried. <laughs> and then she came back. So thank goodness for that. Yeah. Okay. But, um, so she. So how long did you guys date? So we dated for about a year before we got really serious and then got engaged. Okay. Like we had dated for a while, moved in with each other, and then I proposed. Gotcha. Um, but it all started at the developmental center. Got it. Okay. So at this point <clears throat> in your career journey, going to the surgical center, are you married? Yes. Okay. So you're married. Okay. Keep going. So, um, at the surgical center, so that transition from the residential, um, facility to the surgical center was when I started to really focus on, all right, what do I like to do as a person? What career field is going to help facilitate that? Um, and I've always also been drawn to just kind of medical in general. So I wanted to do nursing. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to, you know, apply for school, start kind of that work there. And then while I was doing that, I found um, an anesthesia technician position at uh, the surgical center. So went and did that. Um, and like, it was fantastic. It was a great job and learning experience. But um, I would say it was not the job to start with, mm. especially if um, you know you don't quite know the exacting role of the position, I guess. Gotcha. And so it was a tough position to do, and it just didn't quite fit into the role of what I needed. Just even if it was something temporary, it didn't fit into what would um kind of help create a more purposeful work life as moving forward i guess so within all these different things that you're doing at what point do you think to yourself I'm the trades trade. might might be an option pretty well at almost every transition point that was always okay a considerable thing cuz i grew up doing that my dad owns his 
he owns a trucking company, so I always did any kind of truck maintenance with him. So I was very hands-on now. Granted, not necessarily a trade job, but it's a very hands-on sure. job. Um, Blue collar. Yeah. And so that's always been kind of just a natural thing. If I can do something with my hands, then I can learn it. Um, and so I always felt comfortable in that position. So is there a reason sp- like you were intentionally trying to avoid that blue collar route? Um, I think it was just trying to find where I didn't necessarily see the purpose initially of what I was wanting to do. Like I never saw this blue collar job or the trades as something that would fulfill what I was seeking, which was to kind of go through and be that helping person. Now it's, I was totally wrong. Could have saved myself a lot of time, but I was wrong. Definitely. Gotcha. So you thought to yourself, all right, I've got this higher purpose that I want to enrich the lives of others. I want to help other people and like, oh, well, I can't do that being a mechanic or I can't do that being a plumber or things like that. Yes. I was very naive. Okay. Well then, so at some point though, like, okay, is it after the surgical center? After the surgical center. And that's when I put in my uh, two weeks. And people, oh, heard you quitting. Like, what are you going to go do? That's the only thing I said. I said, I'm going to go explore the trades. I want to go and, and it's something I've always been drawn to. Like, I'm done just kind of keeping it on the wayside. Let's go see what it's about. Let's go see what it's about. Let's go see what it's doing. So did you look at a bunch of different places or did you already have this lined up when you put in your two weeks? So I already had this lined up when I put in my two weeks, but this was the first place I looked at because so, I had applied I had applied in between the, before I went into the surgical center. You applied here? Yeah. I had applied here and the surgical center, got the surgical center job. Um, but I was talking with Dustin during that kind of process. Gotcha. Um, so then let me, let me stop you there the, real quick. So when you applied here, how did you hear about any hour? Indeed. I saw it on Indeed. You saw it on Indeed. Okay. Yep. So there was a job listing. What, what, would, what did the job listing, what was it for? I want to say it just said technician. It didn't technician. specify which department. Okay. Um, and so. What was what was intriguing about that? Like what made you click and apply? Um, it's exactly how pretty well anyone else hears about us and like calls us. So I just had seen it. Seen either the, um, the commercials, which I thought were fantastic. Saw all the trucks. And so, and I didn't know a whole lot about any hour. And so I went through the website, did reading on it. Um, and a big thing, whenever I would apply to places, I always actually read the reviews of it to know if, you know, if I'm going to go and do something like, is it going to be perceived from the consumer as a good and reputable place, reputable, reputable, reputable yep, that's place. The word. Um, ugh, words. Um, and so Gopledanger. I don't even know how you said that. Gopledanger. I said Gopledanger. It should be doppelganger. Um, and so, you know, read through the reviews, kind of read through the website to see what I kind of initially would assume it was kind of to be. Sure. Um, and this before I even knew drains was a thing. Didn't know anything about drains. And so saw the technician read through everything and it felt it was one of those things where the initial feeling was good. I was like, no, this sounds and feels 
like something that would be kind of a healthy thing. You know, it would fulfill the things I needed just as a, you know, as a provider, as a working human being, like it did kind of check each one of those marks. So you recognized the brand from seeing the trucks and the commercials and different things like that. Mm -hmm. You are on Indeed actively searching for something. You see something for many hours. You're like, oh, well, let me dig more. Yeah. You go. Then you research the website and things and you apply Mm -hmm. and then you start communicating with Dustin and things like that. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. So then. Uh, so you took the job at the surgical center, but stayed in touch with Dustin. So talk to me about, uh, the actual, like, okay, I'm going to any hour. What did that, how did that sound in your head? What, what was the straw that broke the camel's back on the other thing? On the other thing. Um, I think it was, uh, oh, it happened a lot, but it was one of those, like, you're having just a bad day. Like I was already kind of in this process of thinking of transitioning and then I went into um, a knee scope that they were doing, and it was a very bloody one. And so I had to go in and mop up all the uh, stuff. Oh, you so, didn't even get to create the blood. No, you no, had no, to no, clean no. it up? No, so yeah, I was essentially a um, a very... A medical janitor? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I did... I would calibrate all the anesthesia machines. So, and this was the biggest thing about it, as I love technical work, and as a technician, I, you know, you assume you do a lot of technical things. The position I was in was about two hours of technical work, and then another eight hours of mopping up blood and taking oh. out the trash and stuff, doing all the dirty laundry. Oh, that sounds. So yeah, like, and it was. I learned a lot, and. Being kind of the person that I am, I pretty well forced myself upon the other anesthesiologist sure. to see if, you know, if I could do anything that felt would fulfill the the kind of tech to, the technical nature. Um, and so I helped draw medications and do kind of the little things that anyone can do. But this knee scope. Was that, like, was, that was that was kind of the like, draw. Pfft, yeah, I'm I walked done. in and was had watched it before it was done, and it was a wet mess and I was like this is going to suck to clean and then it was over and um no I they ran out and said hey we need to turn this room grab my mop and I went through like two mop heads and like three trash bags like it was it was a it was a wet and it was a gross bloody one and so that was kind of the one where it's like all right I'm gonna I'm gonna fire on this had put in the application, I think like a day prior to this, um, I'd gotten like an email that was, hey, thanks for applying, do this or this or that if you're still interested. And I'd waited on a day because I was was still kind of in that um, uncertain area. Like maybe if I stay here, continue my nursing stuff, like it's all going to benefit me in the end. Um, and then the knee scope happened, and I was like, no, no. Okay, so then you reply to the email, and like, yes, I'm interested. Yeah. Did you secure this job before you put in the two weeks there? Yeah, yeah. I had um, gone through the, inter- the interview process, um, and was like, hey, I need to, I need to give a two-week notice. Um, and then once the two weeks were done, I was... I was here. Okay. 
So talk to me about like you, you mentioned when you were like going through the website, you were like, Oh, this seems like a healthy place. Like, uh, you know, that you could see yourself doing this. And you said something about like, it initially seemed, you know, good. Mm. Now that you've been here for a little while, like it's fantastic. Is it? It's amazing. What about it is actually before you answer that, I want, I want you to try and articulate and clarify what you, you know, you went off trying to find this or fulfill this need to like help people. And you said you were wrong that you couldn't achieve that in the trade. So talk to me about where you're getting fulfillment in that aspect in your job today. Oh, every day, every. And so part of that is, is feeling almost responsible, like having a sense of responsibility to, um, facilitate this, uh, need, you know, like, um, no, there are some, I guess, who enjoy not having that kind of extra responsibility and that fulfills a need of their own. For me, it's the independence of knowing like, hey, this is all my responsibility and it's either going to success or fail solely based on what I'm doing. Um, and that was a very uh, enticing aspect. Like I like having the independence, but also knowing that independence comes responsibility and if I don't take and nurture the responsibility that is placed on me like it is going to fail it's not going to succeed hmm. um and so challenging myself in that nature is part of it um but also you know every kind of customer interaction that I go into is um essentially just hits the refresh on why I love to kind of help and, and work with people in general. That's cool. So what would you say to people that are either thinking about the trades or considering and weighing those options? What would your advice to them be? Um, I would say don't think on it too hard. Like obviously weigh the pros and cons. Um, and pros and cons not being like the pros and cons of a trades job, but the pros and cons of, um, you know, what are you seeking and what is this job going to fulfill? Is it going to fulfill these things in a um, positive manner? Are there going to be aspects in your life that this would kind of fight against? So weigh those different things um, and then just fire on it. Hmm. Just do it. Well, uh, any any last things you'd like to say about you know what you do the trades working for any hour because we're, we, we're go i want to make sure you get to your first call right <laughs> we got to start wrapping things um, up so last words is and it's just about like pulling the trigger thing if you're ever considering it is do it but you also have to realize that a trades job, just like any job in its own right, is difficult. It has trying times. Um, no, but, and me and a, another kind of drain technician, I kind of had a little bit of a conversation about it, is, and it's part of kind of any hours, um, I guess their pillars would be like your why, the why that you do these things. 
always remind yourself as to why it is you are going in the trades. Why do you want to go help someone in this particular field? For me, drains wasn't why I come into it, but met with Jason and that was just a, a mold that kind of fit well. And so every job you go into, it's not easy. It's not the same, but you have to focus on the why you are there. Why are you, you know, why do you want to help this person in any manner? And it helps when it's a, you know, there's poop in the basement and when it's really stinky or something, when it is just a hard day or a hard job, focusing on the why and knowing that, Hey, this person's having probably a worse day than you are. You'll know, focus on that. Why? Well, let, let me ask you, cause you bring up poop in the basement. Yes. To some people poop in the basement would be, you know, a, 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 a messy knee scope. Yeah. So what is it that you're able to uh, fulfill inside yourself working in drains that you weren't able to fulfill doing the other? Once when I go and either address the problem or if I can't do it, I now have the means of getting it done for them. Mm. Um, when I leave the door, when I walk out and say my final goodbyes to the customer, you know, walking in. They have this balloon of just anxiety. We've now lessened it. Gotcha. Even if the the poop in the basement is still a continuing factor, we're not able to address it. And what I've done, you know, I'm helping to create the um, comfort and assurity that it's going to get taken care of. So is it that you feel like you've got more control over the situation than just being like the cleanup guy? Uh, like you're able to go in and, no, I think it's it's more about just the customer interaction. Gotcha. For me, the biggest thing for me is the interaction. You just like people. Yes. Gotcha. And so, you know, the knee scope, that person doesn't know who, know who I am. He's he's waking up thinking Trump was attacked. There was a guy who did that and it was so funny. But at the at the surgical center. That Trump was attacked? Yeah. He woke up, he's like, Is Trump dead? I'm like, No, you're good. <laughs> and so he was very upset. But they don't remember who I am. Gotcha. You know, and so, and I did, I guess, another point, like I did back injections. I helped with the rhizotomies. Um, and that was one of those little fulfilling things because they weren't put under anesthesia. It was all, um, they were all kind of coherent during. And so you got to talk with these people. You got to kind of learn their story. Um, and that really was why I did whatever I was doing to, gotcha. to learn the story and to kind of connect and, and have that experience. Cause it's never going to be the same. And everyone is after a little bit of conversation, you learn a lot about what a person has gone through and it's, I think it's an amazing thing. And that's where the difference is where poop in the basement's pretty close to a very wet and bloody knee scope. But at the end of the day, I got to learn that story of that person, but I also got to be a active role into helping address the problem. Well, that's really cool, man. Uh, yeah. Like being able to make an impact on, on people's lives. You don't think of that as it being in the trades, but especially doing service work. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very much you're interacting with, with people yeah. day in and day out. Yeah. And well, see, and that's why I avoided it because I never thought that that was a thing. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, before we go, we have a segment. Like you mentioned, 
the judge free zone. Yes. Everything was being judged up to this point. Yes. <laughs> Judging everything. But right now we have a segment called Don't Judge Me. Don't judge me. Okay. And since you've never seen the show, <laughs> yes. this is a treat for you. So I'm going to give you a bunch of either or options. Okay. Yes. Don't think too much about it. Just, just, just your response, whichever mm-hmm. you prefer. There was a straw in that. I saw that. I, I put like, it in there to mix it, but it's too short for the cup. And and then yeah, when you took a drink, it's like oh, the straw yeah. came out with it. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Um, So just whatever comes to mind, super simple, super fast. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Spicy or mild? Spicy. I have a hernia and it hurts, but I love spicy. (laughs) Okay. Water or soda? Soda. Country or pop? Oh, country. Okay. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Summer or winter? Oh, man, winter. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Football or basketball? No, neither wrestling. Indoor or outdoor? Uh, Outdoor. TV or movies? Movies. Jim and Pam or Dwight and Angela? (laughs) Dwight and Angela. Just Dwight. Can I just say Dwight? You can. Just Dwight. You can. Okay. Dwight Uh, and Jim? Can I say that? Not together, like in a couple, but just the two. They had a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when he stole his identity. It's that uh, anarchy kicking in. Yeah. I told you the rules of the game. Okay. And you're just like, <laughs> and I'm, I'm just going to do whatever I want. There are no rules. There are no rules. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Bachelor or The Bachelorette? The, the Bachelor. I'm going to follow the rules. I'm going to say The Bachelorette. I've never watched either. so That's okay. Um, well, in saying that you were going to follow the rules, you like were disregarding the rules. I know. Like... There's no talking other than just the answer. But that's okay. <laughs> Roll it back. Bachelorette. No, no, we're good. We're, we're, we're past it. Uh, bath or shower? Bath. Pedicure or manicure? Pedicure is feet, right? I think so. Pedicure. <laughs> I asked for suggestions. I was like, give me some either ors. So, I hate people touching my hands, so... Pedicure. I don't like people touching my feet either, so I'm just at a loss. I lose at any aspect of that question. So you don't actually do either one? No, no. But you chose just for the sake of the integrity of the game. Yeah, for the rules. Do it for the rules. Pedicure. Okay. Flowers or chocolate? Chocolate. Pizza or burgers? Pizza. Does pineapple have any business being on pizza no pineapple has only one business and one business only has one job and one job only that is to be what do they do at Tacano's grill it i think so yeah that is the only business of pineapple kind of get a honey glaze on it grill that bad boy what about those like whipped dull pineapple smoothie things Um, i guess that works all right so there's multiple uses for the pineapple Uh just not on pizza what about a pina colada never had one Good? I know, but like you can't make one without pineapple. True, you can't. So I guess that's fair. That's a staple what about, drink. What about pineapple upside down cake? What is that? It's a, a cake with slices of pineapple. You is that where they put the pineapple down. on top of it? No, you put oh, the okay. pineapple on the bottom. You bake it, but then you like dump it over. And so it's like upside down. But the, oh. so the pineapple comes out on top. 
Oh, uh, well, I've never had that. I've never even heard of that. I'm just like there is more than there's one. definitely more than one. What about hams where you put the pineapple on that hams for decoration? You never seen like that? No. Mm, another use for pineapple. There you go. You're just you're just a, a fountain of knowledge about pineapple. What right about now. pineapple juice? I don't like pineapple juice. My wife loves it. It's okay. It's, you don't like it, but you came out pretty heavy. I did. I was pineapple. I was guns. One thing and one thing only. All you can do is grill it. Is this my camera right here? No, it's our camera, but it is. Well, pointed yes, it's at you. pointed at me. There are multiple uses for pineapple, but pizza is not one. But of them. pizza is not one of them. That's the show. <laughs> Wait, can I say one more thing? Just one more you thing. You remember when I said, hey, oh, you got no. anything else you want to yeah, say? Yeah, sorry. I just come to me. Go ahead. Mom, Dad, I told you I'd make it. <laughs> he was right. He has made it. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming into this. St- oh, the- <laughs> there, it's, it's, take it out. Get rid of it right now. I can't drink coffee without a straw. Why? So, So... Well, I don't, I have really like sensitive teeth. It doesn't do anything to my teeth, but I'm afraid it will if I don't have a straw. Like I can't drink water without a straw. I can't drink soda without a straw because the cold just agitates my teeth. Gotcha. And so this being as a warm and delicious drink, it's not going to do anything to my teeth, but I'm afraid the moment I don't have a straw, it will. It's like I'll forget I got hot coffee and instead I got cold coffee. You should not live your life in fear. Oh, I know. You shouldn't. I know I shouldn't just take the straw being a straw guy. What is your no? We're not going to go there. <laughs> we're not going to go there. Dakota. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming in and talking to us. That's the show. Are you done? That's the show. All right. Thanks for listening. Outro. What? I said outro. That's the show. Outro. No, I know. I just, oh, there you go. I'm just, I wasn't sure if I slurred my words and you were just wondering. You may I have. I just. You keep saying that you're done talking. Right, I'm done talking. talking. I'll push this away. <laughs> we'll be back next Tuesday with another episode of In the House. If you'd like to know more about Any Hour Services, visit anyhourservices.com. I've been your host, Mike Wilson. Dakota's been our guest. Thanks for listening to In the House. See ya.